0: Robson Civil Projects. Robson means subdivisions, retirement villages, road, rail and bridges. That's local infrastructure for 60 years. Welcome to Saturdays on the Coast on SEN Track.
2: Yes, I have been ruined. That right arm of yours, you do look like Popeye. <laughs> I can tell you that. You've been flexing that arm pretty much. And I'm talking about beers. I'm not talking oh, about... Okay. Mate, how how,
3: how
2: have you been, mate, over the last seven days? Nah,
3: very good. Very good. You sound good, mate. Oh.
2: <coughs> Do you realize you need... like like you Look at look, me. I'm an athlete. This body is a temple. You I are. look after you it are, yes. before every Saturday working yep. with you, Jared Wallace. Um, We are at Carrara Markets. Let me ask you a what question.
3: What a day, too. Oh, mate. What a day. It's a
2: beauty. 30 degrees on the Gold Coast today. Already 25 degrees and it's 8 a.m.
3: Uh, let me put this to you. When was the last time you came to Carrara Markets? I was literally just thinking that before. It would have been 10 years ago. Yeah, wow. But, I, yeah, like eight, 18, 19, 10 years ago, I reckon. About the same for me as well, because I, I, live, I live in
2: God's country, Hope Island. And, and mate, we, I never leave the island.
3: <laughs> Don't come and, this side. It's no, too far away I well,
2: I, do, I, I, go, I go to... To work and get get back to the safety of the island. Yeah, you're not, po- not posh enough for
3: you <laughs> on this side.
2: No, well it is, mate. I, I've come down here and I've gone. Why? Why haven't we come down here before? Because it's it's outstanding. I'm looking at all the fruit and veg. I'll be grabbing some of that a little later on before uh, we head home. Really
3: nice coffee. Yes, you, it's you right. even got your almond milk.
2: I know, and it's really good because I didn't pay for it. <laughs>
3: Do I owe you money for that? Yeah, you do. Oh, no, you bought me my Big Mac last week. Oh, that's what I did too.
2: Hey, um, we're here till 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, of course, it's Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN, and we want you to come down and say good day to us. And if you download the SEN app, well, yes, uh, you go into the draw and you show us that you've got it on your smartphone. You'll go into the draw for two State of Origin tickets. Really? And will we see you next year playing State of Origin? Oh, I hope so. I'd will love that- to be back in the arena. I'd love to see you there too, yeah, mate, I'd love to be back in They the went rain, through man. every other player eligible for <laughs> Queensland last year. I've they got they started picking New South Wales <laughs> people. and they still wouldn't pick me. I thought, who's well upset? <laughs> Who of you upset? But anyway, come down and say hello. You can obviously listen to us through 1620 here on the Gold Coast or via the SCN app. And we are behind the blue shed. Uh, all you have to do is hang a left at the red awning and you'll find us here in Carrara Markers. That was the info we'll give them by Beck at SCN. Now, listen, big day today. Coming up on the show, Chris Nelson will preview a big day of racing at the Gold Coast Turf Club. Ten races today at the Gold Coast Turf Club. How did Club? you go
3: last week? Did you? We didn't go. You didn't go. In there. No,
2: because something else came up. We have to do that instead. I forget what. It's very hard to convince your 14-year-old twin daughters to go to the races every week. <laughs> did you have a punt there? Yeah. Did you use any of the tips that we got? Uh, no.
3: Okay. So I'm... no, one, no <laughs> well... one listened to us then.
2: <laughs> no, no. The thing is, I've worked out something with Chris Nelson during the week, is that when he gives tips and I have a bet on it, they lose. lose.
3: Yeah, okay. So they all won last week then.
2: So it, after, no, I had a bet on one. And then lost. after that, every other one won. won yeah. And I'm thinking the horses are struggling with my extra weight. <laughs> I reckon that might it's be. It's because your pockets are very deep. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You're filling up too yeah, much. right. Well, Chris Nelson will give us some tips for the Gold Coast Turf Club today. Also, one of the best race days on the calendar is happening. It's not on the Goldie, but it's in Roma. The Roma Cup's on today.
3: How good would have that been, mate? I've never, I have heard about it. But I've never been there myself. But I have heard the Roman races are a great day out. Yeah, I'd oh, love to be
2: there today. probably worth the eight-hour return trip today.
3: Uh, to <laughs> you can just jump
2: on your private jet and you'll just be there right. back. Mate, you've got me mixed up with Scott Sattler. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Titmuss from 7 Gold Case News will join us with all the local news. Uh, Titan, Bo Firma, will yeah. be joining us. Of course, uh, Bo's had a pretty busy uh, off-season. He's, uh, he's married Miss O'Leary uh, from Helensvale High School. You know, his wife teaches one of my daughter's humanities. Yes, that's right. I knew that. Yeah. That's why he's
3: coming on the show. And I'd like some A's, please,
2: <laughs> if we can arrange that.
3: Uh, and be not nice. only has he just got married, he's actually back at training. Is he? Yeah, so he is an athlete.
2: Jeez, he is an
3: athlete. Yeah. How come he has to go back early in your day? Is it age? Yes. Is it really that? It is. So what's the pre-seasons? Of? No pre-season. So one to five, I think it was six weeks. Five to ten is eight weeks. Ten plus ten weeks.
2: So you've done ten pre uh,
3: five to five to ten. No, this will be my 12th, I think. Get 11th out. or 12th. Yeah. How old are you Pre-season? now? 30. I turned 31 this year. I, my, I debuted in 2012. Jeez, okay. Yeah. It's, sometimes it has advantages being old.
2: <laughs> is that why Cam Smith used to rock up the week the competition yeah. was starting? <laughs> yeah, and he was still fitter
3: than everyone yeah, know I mean? else. <laughs> but he
2: actually did sometimes. Um, what else is coming up today? Oh, Jacob uh, Polychronus from News Corp will be joining us on the latest news around the tim Payne sexting scandal that broke yesterday oh, no. i actually got this text through through we've got a whatsapp group uh for sen and i got this text through, and i thought it was like a batuta advocate story i didn't i didn't believe it, at it was first. A joke, yeah. yeah and and then all of a sudden i'm going wow now apparently this happened in 2017 before he was the australian captain and everything seemed to be okay. There was a review done by Cricket Tasmania, a review done by Cricket Australia. It was given the all clear, but now it's reared its head again. Yeah, why has it all come back out? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And look, it's not all right to send photos of your private parts and, and that, Never. particularly when you're married. Yes. Um, but at any stage. But the thing is, it's come back out again, and he stepped down now as Australian captain. We'll talk to Jacob about this. Should he play in the first test as wicketkeeper? That's the other thing now. Shame, will
3: be happy. Yeah, he doesn't. Walton, like Walton he, does he doesn't he. like him now, so he'd be happy that maybe he was the one that re-leaked it. Do
2: you reckon <laughs> Warnie'd do that?
3: He um, possibly
2: could. Uh, plus, we'll get your text in uh, this morning as well. Our text number, by the way, is 0477 736, 736, So you can be involved anytime. One 1533 I want to talk to you about uh, Tim Payne. Not sure we've got the audio ready yet. I know. Um, I know Chris back in the studio is is working on that. Uh, Chris, is it it ready? Have you got that Tim Payne audio? Just tell me down the line, mate. Uh, No, nothing from Tim. Okay, uh, from Chris. So we haven't got that at the moment. Um, I I just, yeah, I don't know, mate. I just, I I can't work this out. I just, if it was okay a few years ago, why? Why
3: Yeah, I don't get that either. Are we missing something here, do you think, mate? So it was obviously before he was captain too, maybe. Is that why? Because it all resurfaced now that, you know, they just won the T20 and now he's captain. Yeah, I just, yeah, I I don't know.
2: I'm shocked because I'm a big Tim Payne fan. I love Payne. You know, I thought the job he's done for Australian cricket coming out of the whole sandpaper gate and helping rebuild the image of Australian cricket with Justin Langer as the captain and the group of players. And then to hear this happen... It's t- And um, I guess I'm just like any other cricket fan. I'm just, oh, I don't know, I'm shocked. I'm disappointed. We're about to head into one of the biggest... You yeah, know, series Ashes. of all time, the Ashes. The Poms must be sitting back just licking their lips. Well, then they're only just around the corner on that, uh, yeah. Royal Pines. Yeah, the Royal Pines. In fact, they'll probably see them through the markets today, <laughs> eating, a, you know, sweet and sour pork from one of the restaurants just down the road
3: we here. But Might have to put, put a little a uh, little bit of laxatives in there or something like that oh, no. <laughs> make sure we're looking after the Aussies.
2: We're actually trying to get drink cards to Ben <laughs> Stokes.
3: He goes well at nightclubs. Ben no. Stokes,
2: we're trying to. Well, that's this is your idea. You came up with this. We had a we had a brainstorm session on how we could bring the poms undone. And this is what you said: Let's get drink cards at no, Stokesy. You just wanted
3: to take it to him so that you could drink yeah. with him.
2: Let's give Stokesy some. This is what you said: Let's if we want to win the Ashes, you said let's give Stokesy drink cards. He'll be back on a plane before you know it. This is what you said: I would never, I would never have said such a thing. But unfortunately, Jared kept all the drink cards. <laughs> And poor old Stokes, he doesn't get any of those now. But yeah, it's um, they must be licking their lips to have Australia all of a sudden um, a bit rattled, bit rattled. rattled. So, a um, Tim Payne yesterday faced the media, and this is what he had to say. Today,
4: I'm announcing my decision to stand down as the captain of the Australian men's test team. It's an incredibly difficult decision, but the right one for me. My family and cricket. As a background, my decision nearly four years ago, on, as a background on my decision, nearly four years ago I was involved in a text exchange with a then colleague. At the time, the exchange was the subject of a thorough CA integrity unit investigation, throughout which I fully participated in and openly participated in. That investigation and a Cricket Tasmania HR investigation at the same time found that there had been no breach of the Cricket Australia Code of Conduct. Although exonerated, I deeply deeply regretted this incident at the time and still do today. I spoke to my wife and family at the time and am enormously grateful for their forgiveness and support. We thought this incident was behind us and that I could focus entirely on the team as I have done for the last three or four years. However, I recently became aware that this private text exchange was going to become public. On reflection, my actions in 2017 do not meet the standard of an Australian cricket captain or the wider community. I'm deeply sorry for the hurt and pain that I have caused to my wife, my family and to the other party. I'm sorry for any damage that this does to the reputation of our sport and I believe that it is the right decision for me to stand down as captain effective immediately. I do not want this to become an unwelcome disruption to the team ahead of what is a huge Ashes series. I have loved my role as captain of the Australian cricket team, and it's been the greatest privilege of my sporting life to lead the Australian men's test team. I'm grateful for the support of my teammates and proud of what we've been able to achieve together. To them, I ask for their understanding and forgiveness. To Australian cricket fans, I'm deeply sorry that my past behaviour has impacted our game on the eve of the Ashes. For the disappointment I have caused to fans and the entire cricket community, I apologise. I've been blessed with a wonderful, loving and supportive family and it breaks my heart to know how much that I've let them down. They've always stood by me, been my most loyal fans and I'm indebted to them for their support.
2: You're having a very emotional say It's a bit heartbreaking but, you know, yeah,
3: very sad. Um, I think he still plays. It It was four years ago. I hope yeah. it wasn't like, you know, people trying to get money or something like that. And that's how it's all resurfaced. Like, I understand now he's still down. He's no longer captain. But I think four Is years ago... Is that enough punishment, Yeah, I think four years... That's a huge... for Like, as an athlete, as a player, like you can hear how much it means to him to be the Aussie captain. Mm. Like, personally, if four years ago, obviously his family's forgiven him. You know, whatever happened back then, I, I think he still plays. Okay. He doesn't have to play now because he's not the captain. And some say,
2: including... Shane warned that he's not the best keeper in the country. Does a Matt Wade come back in? Um, Interesting to see what happens. Uh, It will be disruptive to the Australian cricket
3: team. Tim, does Smith just stand straight back up in there, you reckon?
2: No. No. Who's your goal? I think it's Cummins. Paddy Cummins is the current vice captain. The interesting thing is then who becomes the vice captain if it is Paddy Cummins? Do you need one?
3: Why can't yeah, you, you do. Cap- oh, you, you do. do, do you? You do. It's tradition. It's a, I was going to say, is that a cricket thing?
2: <laughs> you, you're, saying, you're saying, do you need a captain? You no, have, you, I mean, like, obviously, a vice no, captain. no, no, a vice captain. But in rugby league, you have eight captains <laughs> on the team. Like, <laughs> you're coming from a sport. How many leaders you got at your
3: club? A dozen. Nah, so we don't actually have a leadership so You group. just have one skipper. So we just have, we have, uh, no, we had two. We had Jamal, uh, Jamal Fogarty and uh, Kevin Proctor. Right. So they were our two, like, captains. Um, but when it come to being like the whole leadership group and that, um, what we did was, you know, we all worked together and we we're all, you know, leading together. And then, you know, yeah, Kevy and uh, with Jamal with were the out captain. So, captains, we have yeah.
2: two. Oh, so we're going off Tim Payne here for a moment. Yeah. Will, will you have two skippers again next year? I don't know. But, you know, it's normally a leader of the forwards and a leader of the backs, right? Is that no, how well, it normally works? No, it,
3: has never, it hasn't always been like it that. It just like, worked when out I was like at, that. When I was at the Broncos, we only ever had one captain. It seems to be more often now you have two though, doesn't it? Do you prefer one? I don't think it really matters. You just do your own thing anyway. Yeah. Is, that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I just talk crap on the <laughs> field anyways like I am the captain.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, sad news about uh, – well, not sad news about Tim Payne, but it was shocking news to hear that uh, yeah. yesterday. I want to talk rugby league with you a little later on because we've got to go to a break. Um, gee, there's some stuff
3: going on at the Bulldogs, isn't there? They're loading up. Did I see Kikau just sign there?
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, are they the new – goal? Cool.
3: Are they are they are
2: they, it, they are they the new roosters? <laughs> the the salary cap sombrero.
3: Yeah, I tell you what, if there's anyone that can find salary cap, it's Gus. Are you have you phoned Gus about next
2: year? Yeah, uh, I mean the too. year
3: after. I mean, I've also signed there too. Have you? So
2: you've <laughs> signed at the Dolphins for 2023. Yeah,
3: thank you to you, and yep. also the Bulldogs. Yep. Right, uh, God, you're good. Yeah, I'm just going to be everywhere.
2: Do you like Chinese food? Because Gus does all the deals at the Chinese restaurant, the League's Club. Do you like do
3: you like your Chinese. I don't know, but I tell you what: these bacon egg rolls. Oh, oh I came we, we here. Did, we did ask back. We did ask back to put us where there was food. I know and we did. She's done and she, that. And yeah, I but could look, smell bacon egg rolls everywhere. Look. She put us at the fruit shop. I'm looking at sweet potatoes.
2: <laughs> Heck, not what we had in mind, and we've taken the hint. All right? So she's put us in front of healthy also, stuff. Also, thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, but anyway, we better get to a break. Uh, this is Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast. Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews here on 1620 uh, SCN Gold Coast. And, of course, across the SCN app, you can listen anywhere in the world or around Australia. We're live today at Carrara Markets. Uh, the markets are open till 3 o'clock today. And tomorrow, by the way, uh, and we're here till 10 o'clock. Back in a moment. Let's go to a break. This is Saturday morning. Shocking golfer as well. You should see the golf course that he plays on, on the Sunshine Coast. It is immaculate. Until I got to the 18th hole and I was attacked by a million flies. Or like flying ants. They are flying, oh, ant, flying ants. And yeah. they said, oh, mate, we don't wear deodorant up here. It was attracted to the deodorant and, you, and you'd had a bath. So, because oh. I'd showered and I was clean, See, I got attacked by this flyer. You would have fit
3: right in up there then.
2: <laughs> Chris Nelson, how are you, mate? I'm oh, going
1: well. Jared, uh, I, I played uh, mini golf with Jace once and he wanted to get a cart.
2: <laughs> mate, that's very good <laughs> for Around you. Pup butt. Yeah, that's good. That's very good for you, Chris. But that does not surprise me, Chris. <laughs>
3: uh, mate,
2: 10 race <laughs> program today at the Gold Coast Turf Club. This is exciting. Yeah, it's a massive day at the Gold Coast. It all kicks off at 11.15 local time, and we, we wind
1: up at about 10 to 5. But, yeah, it's a really good meeting, and there's some nice horses going around, and I've just put the highlight through. One, two, three, four, five of the first six races. I think there's some uh, good winning chances
3: there. So do you want some tips? Yeah, sure. Sure. You know, we, you know I, the rule no, no, with Chrissy, me now, though. Chrissy, hold on. Yeah, if you want to win, don't give them to Jace.
1: No, so if he could just tune out for a minute.
3: Yeah, I'll take his headset off. <laughs> I tuned out once you said, putt, putt. <laughs> Good morning.
1: <laughs> now, uh, race one, number eight, Minx Star. This is a, We had uh, Chris Anderson on the punters, mate, on SEN Track in Brizzy yesterday morning, and he gave this out as a tip. It's his horse. He trains it. It's having its first start from gate number one. So there's a tip from the trainer. Race one, number eight, Minx Star, the Gold Coast today. Uh Straight into race three, I think number one beyond fate can uh, still win from the wide draw there for Jag, Goodman, Chester. I like the debut, so race three, number one. Race four, number one, ambitious spirits, going to be short. You'll be lucky to get even money, but see, this was a a real eye-catcher on debut at the Sunshine Coast. Tony Gollum trains. George Cartwright will ride, ride. and I would just say that uh, if you're looking for a good thing of the day, this is it, race four, number one. Uh, Race five, number four, Strongbow, one of Chris Wallers, Noel Callow. Awkward gate will get back, run home hard, probably right over the top of them. Race five, number four. And one more, race six, number one, Divine Courage. Uh, Both runs have been good. Looking for the extra trip gets it today. I would be surprised if at least three or four of those didn't win, Jase, even if you're on them.
3: All right. Okay, no worries. Did you get those, Jared? Yeah, I did. I like the first one, number eight. See, that's my number. Is it? Yeah. There you go. Of course, I that's like your that. jersey number. Yeah, yeah, my jersey number, so I'm, I'm backing that. All right. It'll do you. it easy. Okay,
2: good. We'll do that. Hey, listen, um, no Brisbane racing today, but Sunshine Coast, there's some good races up there. And Having said that, listeners, Chris's form has been poor at best <laughs> on the Sunshine Coast of late, and you've said that yourself, Chris. You don't know what's going on up there anymore. I
1: have struggled a little bit on the Sunday meetings. Came good the other week, so we might be on the right we're um, right, right track, guys. I think the day that you went and played golf and didn't back any of them, we came good. So uh, We'll go with... Uh, it's Look, it's a big day. It's the first day of the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. $20 million of prize money up for grabs over the next nine weeks. Two feature races today. The uh, race, race seven, the Wharf-Molula Swiss Ace Plate. Really good race. Some terrific sprinters here. With the scratchings this morning, I do think Zeus Style's the one, number two. He's going to go to the front. They're all going to have to run him down from behind, and it's not going to be an easy task. He's very, very quick, so we'll go with Zeus Style, race seven, number two. But my best of the day, clearly, there is race eight, uh, the Malulabar Cup. We're going with number one, Ligulate, who was a winner for us last time out. I think he can do the same again.
2: Is Shooting for Gold still running? Is that, was that shooting stressed? for
1: gold is definitely still running. Race seven, number four against Ustalik. And I've got massive respect for shooting for gold. His trial was terrific. Uh, look, I expect him to get back from that gate, but just something that Ben Thompson said when we interviewed him yesterday, talking about horses going forward, he said he just quietly said at one stage shooting for gold may go forward. And I thought, well, that would be something completely out of its comfort zone. But if it did, it would probably increase its chances of winning. So That's something to watch early team. on there.
2: Barrier 10, yeah, number 1,000 Is that any concern, mate, For on the on the Sunshine well, Coast?
1: No, there's a straight run to the home turn. So they can draw out, but they just need cover. So you don't want to be stuck out. You can be stuck out three wide, but you need a horse in front of you to give you some cover. If you haven't got that cover, you'll be in trouble as soon as you hit the turn, or otherwise you can peel out into the straight and you still can be very competitive. So just need a bit of cover in the run.
2: This is like my own personal phone call, isn't it? This is like the listeners are just... <laughs> Tuned out because I'm shooting for gold. is one of my favorite horses. Jay, well, what I do is I back all horses with gold and boom. Why is that? I just like them. I just like them. Are you still awake?
3: Yeah. What's <laughs> no. Mate, this cry? is this, this, honestly, I'm just kicking back here. The sun is out. This is a cracking day. He's only just gotten home. It's. No. It's no so- <laughs> I was respectable and went to bed early last night. My he goes, Jay. sounds terrible. He goes,
2: Jace, I listened to you. He said, I was in bed by midnight. And I actually, I actually said 1am. I said, could you get to bed by yeah, one I went home early. <laughs> That'll be
3: nice. Cause in all saying that, I had a work event with Ringers Western and Trigon, yep. sponsors of the, of the show. And I was home by early and I may as well have just stayed out till 5am because my voice still sounds like I, I Home was... Home by like early that. midnight, <laughs> Jesus I, You know, I went to bed God. at
2: nine last night and I was falling asleep on the couch watching <laughs> that TV show You or whatever it's called. Hey, listen, before we let you go, mate, we go to news. Uh, Roma Cup today, one of the best days on the country racing carnival in Queensland. It is. It's a massive day at Roma. We're on the sand track
1: there, of course. It's always handy to be up somewhere near the speed. Uh, on the sand track, but uh, it's only a short track, only 1,400 meters around Roma. But all the races, of course, are on Sky Channel. You can bet on them today. It's not just a, a meeting That's where you great. have to be on track. So yeah, you can watch them on tele. Be a really good good watch on TV, and hopefully a couple of winners too.
2: All right, Nelson, Thanks for your time this morning on uh, Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast. And uh, happy punting, everyone. Gamble responsibly. And don't forget that yep. big 10 race program at the Gold Coast Turf Club today. Get along there. It's a cracking day. It's already 26 degrees. It's going to be a ripper. Jesus Thanks, It's going to be warm today. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. This is Saturday's Gold Coast on
0: SEN. Oh,
2: at Ferrara Markets this morning. Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews here on 1620 SEN and across across the SEN app. And as I said just before the news, download the app and for your chance to score two tickets to State of Origin uh, in Brisbane next year, which will be fantastic. Uh, I
3: hope the season's just back to normal. Travelling to and from you know, Sydney, obviously New Zealand, are based in Redcliffe now, but it would be nice to have the... Origins, you know, Sydney. Um, I actually thought was it Perth, isn't it? Perth and, and yeah, saying. so it's yeah, Sydney the first
2: game, yep. Perth the second, and yeah, then uh, Suncorp for the third game. I actually thought that the Warriors. Now you mentioned them, yeah. I thought they were going to play their games at Redcliffe, but they're in the first round or two. I see they're playing Sunshine Coast Stadium. See that. I did, actually, yeah, I did notice that. I don't know why that I is. Just, I don't know why that is either. Can you find why, out? First why thing, when you go back at? to work, can you yeah. find out?
3: I've still got a few weeks. <laughs> this is the longest. This is like the, the movie, the never-ending story. I reckon they're trying to tell me something. I know. Everyone else has gone back. I'm the only player not. Have you spoken to uh, Titsy at all? No, nah, he... Justin won't take my phone calls. He won't take my phone no. I you... went, Actually, I went back for a session yesterday. Yeah. Because we had a new sponsor, FitStop, come on board, yep. and they've uh, decked out the gym. So I went in there yesterday and and uh, and had a session of that with them, and they were all there. It was good to see all the faces. And
2: any new boys that you ran
3: into? Uh, Who, have you Who have you got that's new? Will Smith from oh, yeah. Para, Isaac Lou from Roosters. Will Smith, yeah. See, player. they're not back yet. They'll be back on Thursday as well. Right, okay. Cause uh, a lot of young young talent coming through the ranks too, which is nice. How, to ex- see. how exciting is
2: like next year? Mm. Um, like with Peachy at, not Peachy, um, with, he's gone to, um, West Tigers. Tigers. I seen
3: him in his new kit during the week. Yeah. He's back at, uh, back at training.
2: Yeah. Uh, with, sorry, with, um, AJ moving into six. Yep. AJ moving into six and, uh, Campbell moving into number one. Number
3: one. Toby Sexton at seven. How exciting is that? It's exciting because they're all young goal coasters too, you know. Yeah. They they've come through the ranks and they they've obviously done well and the, the club are um, showing their faith in them, I suppose. So a good pre season together, I think uh, it'll be good. So That's I'm looking right. forward to it. Yeah. yeah. Obviously Sexy showed us, you know, what he could do last year on the on the field when he played those five games. How's his um how's how is he how are his DMs going? I remember we spoke to him <laughs> yeah. and he said after his first
2: couple of games, he said, I was just getting all these DMs from these these girls. He goes, I don't even know who they are, but whoa. <laughs> They frightened him. He's still living at home with mum, and dad. Yeah, he's still bludgeoning you know, off. Yeah, there, yeah. He, moved, he
3: actually moved into the room closer now because he was scared from his DM.
2: <laughs> he he was incredible. <laughs> hey, um, very quickly. Schoolies, how excited are we about schoolies kicking off today?
3: So is it? Um, it's still like Queensland, New South Wales. No, nah, just it used Queensland. It's just Queensland. I think oh, Queensland yeah, are doing I didn't two. Think that.
2: Yeah, I think Queensland are doing two weeks or
3: something. <laughs> Queensland will just hold it down for New South Wales. My wife works at the Coles,
2: she's the manager at Coles uh, Service Paradise and they've loaded up on Red Bull
3: these. Red uh, like lollies and chips. The breakfast of champions. That's right. I couldn't. I, I don't know too much about schools because I didn't actually go. I finished in year ten and went. Uh, did you? I was straight into yeah. Straight into work. Into what? Into work or footy? No, I started a landscaping apprenticeship when oh, I left school. You? Yeah, when I was playing SG ball and then I had to work back then. So, I have done. A, <laughs> I have done a hard day labour in my life. One day. I haven't just sat here with you, looking pretty like we always do. Yeah, but right. That's not happening. I have done one day here and there. Yeah. So it's funny though.
2: And as gold cases, we kind of hibernate when school is on, don't we?
3: It's, we, just, we were just talking to um, the guys from the markets, and they said it was going to be quiet, it was, which is surprising because you think all the locals would nah. keep going around.
2: No, nah, they'll be here. They'll be here in their droves. Yeah. We see all the fresh fruit and veg on offer, and the sweet and sour pork up the road. No here. one
3: just no one goes into that like the, the nah. surface bubble anymore, I, do they?
2: I feel sorry for the businesses in Surface who, like, all of a sudden. You know, because every now and then as a family, we go, come on, let's go down to the beach. Let's go down to Surface Beach and, you know, grab an ice cream, walk through Cavill Mall and all that sort of stuff. Not this time of the year, baby. (laughs) Because there's normally schoolies followed by the supercars. I don't believe you. There's no way you come out of (laughs) We, I went to schoolies.
3: You go straight to Paradise Point.
2: Three years ago. Three years ago, you we did tully. go on the surf. I, <laughs> I was an accidental toolie. <laughs> Me and my mates. So remember Australia played, well, we're playing South Africa in a T20 game at Metricon. And it was pouring down. We had this massive, so we went to Broadbeach first. We thought we'll have a couple of beers and then we'll just grab a cab and we'll go over to Metricon. Yeah. Then all of a sudden about five o'clock, the biggest storm just smashed the Gold Coast. And we've gone, oh, that's not going to happen. There's no way. Anyway, we start going and then cleared up and they said it was going to be a 1010, not a not a T oh, twenty, it was going to be a T ten. Yeah, they did come So we started down, driving they? out there and all of a sudden it started pouring And We said, Taxi, turn around, we went in, they said, just we said, just drop us in surface because a friend of ours owns a bar. We thought we just going there. And all of a sudden we are amongst. <laughs> we didn't even realise. We went, Jesus, a lot of kids. And it just hit us. We went, Oh, we're toolies. I, I didn't know. There's even nothing realize it was worse.
3: No, that's the problem. There, been, there, there hasn't been too much chat about it. Usually, there's always schoolies chat, but yeah, I not heard this too year. Much, yeah.
2: All right. This is uh, Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast. Jared Wallace, Jason Matthews, come to you live from Carrara Markets. Great morning this morning here. Come down and say hello. Uh, download the SEN app, and you could score yourself a couple of tickets to State of Origin number three at Suncorp next year, where you'll see the Blues uh, take out a clean three-nil sweep.
3: I'm not, really, even, I'm, not gonna, I'm not
2: even going to. Uh, I'm just going to leave that. And <laughs> yeah, we'll be back in a moment. Steve Titmus from Seven Gold Coast News with all the news of the week next here on SEN segment, please, mate.
5: <laughs> we try. Oh look, mate, AFL. You know you can't beat AFL. Hey, speaking about Tuck Miller there. Look, uh, it's the ultimate act of faith, isn't it? He's inked to deal. He'll become a son for life.
6: So How old um, is he, great Steve? news,
5: and, mate. Uh, mate, I can't tell you off the top of my head. Um, he's but only look, young, though. At the though. end of the day, he's only a young bloke. Look, I think uh, he's probably got more than five years left in him. So, the great news for the Suns, and uh, if you want to get on a team, get on the Suns. I reckon they might have a pretty good 2022. They're so,
2: building, um, mate. They're building. And so
3: they went all right last year, didn't they? Nah, they the
2: started okay, then faded. But, oh, okay. um, yeah, I think a good pre-season amongst some of these young kids. are starting to mature now, and... And I don't know. They're a bit behind, it's, to be honest, Steve. Let's be brutally honest. They've been very disappointing. Um, when you look at oh, GWS, have. GWS have been in the comp same time and the success they've had. They just didn't start fine. Now they've got. A, they're starting to rebuild. They've invested all this money into. Uh, some good young players like Tuuk Miller uh, and also some good experienced players just to balance it out. Yeah, you've got to have both. You've got to have both, as you know. Yeah, as you know. So uh, I think you're right, Steve. This could be a year that they could make uh, the, the finals. So good luck to the to the Suns. I love watching the Suns. I, I always go and see the Suns on about three occasions, just some big games throughout the year. And the, the atmosphere at Metricon, Steve, is outstanding, isn't it? Oh, it's fabulous. Metricon's a great stadium to watch the footy from, which is terrific. I think, too, what's happened with the comp with
5: the AFL is that with clubs like Melbourne doing exceptionally well as well, what that has done is those clubs that used to be further down the ladder have now become so much better than what they were five or seven or eight years ago. And what that means is clubs like the Suns have had to become so much better than what Mm -hmm. they were a few years ago.
2: Yeah, and, and what's it like in the corporate boxes, Steve? Like... For us plebs out in the general admission, what's it like in those corporate boxes with your <laughs> oh, champagne? Mate, I sit out in the
4: pl- Oh mate, out in the pleb seats, mate.
5: i you know look. I've been to enough corporate boxes in my life, but mate, out in the uh, pleb seats, chatting away to the fans is the only way to watch the footy.
2: <laughs> Sorry, mate, I got Although distracted. I might try corporate box later <laughs> in the year. Uncle Benny just walked. By, <laughs> Uncle Benny from Uncle Benny's kebabs just walked by. How much did you want to jump on him and just steal that breakfast with someone? Jace's
3: eyes were just following the bucket of chips and kebab the whole way. He's, he actually thought Christmas um, came early because he thought he was getting breakfast.
2: Steve, Steve, don't listen to this rubbish, mate. What's <laughs> happened in the news this week?
5: Oh, look, I suppose, look, um, we'll talk about some things that gave us some, um, some pretty good visuals rather than uh, some things that uh, were obviously enormously serious. Look, Andrew Cobby, first of all, you know, the jury found Andrew Cobby guilty of murdering his wife back in 2017. And, of course, so uh, jailed for life. Um, the Tourism Awards, look, this was fantastic news, I thought. One of our city's oldest tourist attractions, the Corrumban Wildlife Sanctuary. Look, it overcame enormous challenges of the pandemic to secure a place in history named as the best in the state as a tourist attraction. So well done to the Currumba Wildlife Sanctuary. Great news also as people start to arrive home uh, with borders sort of starting to be open and people coming into the state. Wasn't it great to see some fabulous scenes during the week of people arriving home, hugging, kissing, families Mm. back together again. Finally. just, Just fabulous. Yeah, finally at last. And let's hope December the 10th, Let's put it out there. December the 10th, I reckon, will be the day when they'll open up the borders. Um, so probably a week earlier than that. And that'll be t- uh, only health to health people
2: system. who are double-vaxxed, is that right?
5: Well, that's correct. And look, you will obviously have to undergo uh, a border pass and questionnaires about coming in and all, yep. all those sorts of things. So fair. check out yep. the health website to check all that out.
2: Okay, well, and to what else do you got for us, say, mate? mate?
5: Oh, mate, how about the Mercedes Benz dealership down at Rabina?
3: Oh, no. The
5: allegations there of a bloke who's gone in there and uh, allegedly um, spent about an hour walking around, found keys. Uh, as I say, it's all allegations because there is a man who has been charged over this, mm. but half a million dollars worth of damage. Um, quite uh, quite extraordinary scenes in the Mercedes-Benz at the Mercedes Benz dealership in Rabina during the week. Cleanup is still underway. The other big thing, of course, is schoolies. We'll finish with schoolies. Twenty thousand schoolies. In surface paradise, let's hope we don't get any outbreaks of uh, COVID. I don't think we will. One thing about this, though, is that 43% of those 20,000 schoolies are 18 years of age because of the change in the school years, which means they can go into licensed premises. So that makes it a little bit different. And the uh, health department have said those licensed premises will have to police what goes on in there, not the people involved in schoolies. It's going to be a fascinating weekend.
2: Right, it certainly is, and that's a very good point that you make because generally the New South Wales and Victorian kids, and they won't be coming this year, but they're generally they're more well-behaved because they can go to licensed venues. So they're off the streets. They're not on the streets as much, whereas you're dealing with, you're dealing with 10,000 kids this year on the streets who aren't in venues uh, where they're being supervised because some of them do cause havoc. So it's, it might be a little bit tamer this year, Steve.
5: Oh, look, I, look, the great news is that the Red Frogs and those people, the volunteers who, uh, who run school, is do such a fabulous job. A big shout-out to them. And, look, the message out there is you've just got to look after your mates and make sure yeah. that if they do get into a bit of strife and they have a bit too much of the, uh, of the uh, lemonade, that yeah. um, you've got to look after them. But, look, it's going to be a massive weekend on the Gold Coast. Warm weather as well. You yeah. know, the message to kids out there, don't drink in the sun. <laughs> Whatever you do.
2: Mm, absolutely, Steve Tipnis from Seven Gold Coast News Weeknights 5:30. Appreciate your time on Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast. Yeah, good on
5: you guys. Pleasure.
2: See you. Mate. Yeah. I'm just telling uh, Jared Wallace. By the way, it's Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews here, live from the uh, Carrara Market on 1620 SEN and across the SEN app wherever you're listening. I was just saying that I stuffed up the lamb shoulder last night. I was trying to cook you had Greek one lamb. Job.
3: One, no wonder your twin uh, girls hate you. You I'm stuffed going. up the is, lamb shoulder.
2: Is both. Firmer sighing at my cooking abilities last night
3: because even he's disappointed <laughs> in you.
2: Bo, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Saturday on the Are cook. you dis Are you disappointed in me as well?
3: Yeah, I am actually because I know how New Zealand told
2: us Yeah, but mate, this was a Greek style. Prove
3: it, Bowie. Prove was, it. Yeah,
2: invite us around, <laughs> and, and and we'll we'll let you know, mate. How are you?
7: Yeah, good. How are you?
2: Yeah, we're going all right. We're just talking about uh, you growing up in Dolby as well. And we've got a lot to cover off with you because you've married Miss O'Leary. Uh, Ari is yep. my da- one yep. of my daughter's uh, humanities uh, teacher. If She's in earshot as well, mate. Can you ensure that she gets an A uh, from Helen's Law yeah, School? Yeah, she's doing the marking now, so I'll, uh, I'll make sure. Can you? Please, that'll be nice. Hey, uh, which team did you play for in Dolby? What's the, what's the name of the local team?
7: Uh, Dolby Devils. Dolby yeah.
3: Devils. We weren't well, sure whether it was the Dolphins there, the Dogs. Is there another one Dolby Diehard?
7: Yeah, that's the seniors. So, like, um. I'm under 18s up is called Dolby Diehard, yeah.
3: Fantastic. I knew who that was. 23
2: games for the Gold Coast Titans. Geez, mate, your 2021 season was was outstanding. You were rewarded with uh, uh, an upgraded contract with the club. You were rewarded with a with a, a beautiful bride as well, getting married in the off season. What were you more happy about, your footy season or getting married?
7: Ah, uh,
3: yeah, I have been oh, oh, married. He's actually uh, thinking he about
2: it. it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> or was it the bucks? Or was it the bucks party? Herb was pretty good too. Me and Jason actually uh, probably, still waiting for our invites. Just quietly, the bucks probably. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. was, it, was that in Darwin? Did I hear a rumour that that was in Darwin?
7: Yeah, in Darwin, yeah. yeah. Alright, we better not ask what went out.
2: <laughs> what happens in Darwin stays, stays in Darwin. In Darwin.
7: Well,
2: how's your off-season <laughs> off been, mate?
7: Yeah, it's been good. Uh, busy. Had Obviously, had the buck first, and um, the wedding, and then the honeymoon. So it was, uh, it was a busy time, but yeah, back into the swing of things now.
3: Where was the honeymoon?
7: Uh, we went to Cairns and then the Daintree Rainforest.
2: Oh, how good's oh. Cairns? I'm going up there again in two and a half weeks. I love it. Palm Cove, yeah, yeah. apart from the Gold Coast, Palm Cove is probably the second best joint
3: really? in Queensland. Have you, have you been there? No. Oh, mate, it's outstanding. I've been to Cairns to play footy and that was it. Oh, mate, it's yeah. an
2: outstanding joint. Um, are you you back at pre-season or are you going <laughs> back next week?
7: No, I started back uh, last Thursday. So I've been back I've been just back over a week
3: now. How's it been, Bowie? I've been, I've been uh, telling Jace yeah, I've been telling Jace, uh, as much as I could tell him, but I really have no idea because I haven't been there yet.
7: No, it's been, um, it's been tough. I think they're trying to make it a bit tougher than last year, so um, a lot more wrestling and boxing and uh, a lot more long distance running. So it's been tough, but yeah.
2: Wait, you're boxing, but you're not allowed to fight. It doesn't make sense
7: yeah well I just I'm prepared now just in
2: case I need to <laughs> who when, you, when you're doing your boxing at training who are you happy to put the gloves on and take on who who's the weakling? Toby Sexton <laughs> Didn't even think about that
3: No how, That was actually The quickest reply I've ever heard
2: Poor old sexy It's fair yeah. Like it's fair yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it was the quickest yeah, Reply I've fair. ever heard Yeah He's also the smallest Bloke on the team mate <laughs> You're a He's fooling. the
3: halfback <laughs> <laughs> We had to look after yeah. him both. That's other you way, can get
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> Um you're right, mate, you're just getting your juice there. Yeah. We're halfway through, a, we're halfway through an
3: interview. Look, I'm, I'm still waiting for Betty to come back with oh, the no. kebab and chips. How good is a
2: kebab and chips on a Saturday morning at Carrara Markets, bar? we had the bloke who runs the kebab shop here come up to us and say, would you boys like, and before he even said <laughs> the food, we both said yes. <laughs> you should be down here, mate. You should be, we don't know what well, we're doing. Well,
7: has got to be careful. He's got his skin folds, actually, so he's eating.
3: Look, one kebab's not going to push it over. It's well over already. So,
2: yeah, how big is that skin? How, how big is that skinfold device, mate? <laughs>
3: Hopefully, big you know, enough. I heard. I did hear that he's uh, he's not generous. The new uh, nutritionist, and he does grab a fair bit. Oh, does he? Yeah. It's so. a Oh no! Hey,
2: what do you make of the AFL players? Not wanting to do skinfold tests anymore because it's demeaning. What do you What are your thoughts on that?
7: Oh, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah, I don't yeah know last,
2: how I guess. last week they came out and said, you know, they don't want to do skinfold tests anymore because it's it's demeaning and you know it's it's it shouldn't matter. But isn't that a part of looking after your body? And it's a measurement over the off season to see that you are looking after yourself and. It's not like they hold you to it, right, boys? It's just like, okay, this is where you're at. This is where we need you to get to, and here's a program to help with that. Is that am I right in saying that? Is well, it good for me, you? To me,
7: like it's just like a fitness test. You come back and you've run a certain time, and they go, oh, well, Bowie, you need to be 20 seconds quicker or 20 mil lower or 10 mil lower in your skin. It's not, it's not that big of a It's not a big deal.
3: That's what I said to you last week. It just keeps everyone accountable. Mm. Like, yeah. but for Bowie, he doesn't care. His body's a temple. Yeah. Not an an ounce of fat on him.
2: Yeah, that sucks, doesn't it? That really does. I hate him. (laughs) Hey, mate, how's uh, your season? You started the year coming off the bench, and then you've taken over from Fafida. You've put the the $12 million man on the bench, and you're starting. Uh, Mate, that's got to be the greatest thing to happen to you so far in your footy career. Yeah. I
7: obviously started, so I spent probably... The first six rounds was 18th man, and that was pretty tough. And then slowly weaseled my way in somehow. And um, yeah, just I guess I was just getting consistent towards the end of the year and um, building confidence and starting to do things that I'd done in lower grades and the top grade.
3: And what was that like? You know, when you were making breaks, Bo? Did you used to actually pass the football when you when you made breaks, or are you just trying to uh, get around the fullback by yourself still?
7: No, I just used to always scoring by myself, so I just thought I'd keep
3: doing that. <laughs> so to to give you a bit of info, Bowie's first game, he had made four clean line breaks, and he had support left, right, middle, everywhere. <laughs> he tried to outrun the fullback by himself. How well, I that tried to pass one, but I threw it over the
7: sideline.
3: <laughs> well, well, it wasn't as bad as your 40-20 last year. <laughs> he made a break last year and tried to put a little grubber in for JC and put it into row 25 of the greens there.
7: I'm just saying, if JC was <laughs> quicker, he could have got that.
2: Hey, you should be thinking, Bo, because of that break he made down the left-hand touch side in that, in that semi-final against the Roosters nearly got you guys over the line. Yeah, he did. How yeah. disappointed are you that David Fafita didn't pass that ball? <laughs> I mean they didn't pass the ball to David Fofina go ahead
7: no, no it's not it's not that we, we stop another try we're not in that position or like we could have yeah, won the game in other points of the game so, yeah.
2: after all that hard work you've done and that's your
3: answer you got That's what he division. said to us after the game, too. He goes, <laughs> I did everything I could. I made that break and he still couldn't finish it. <laughs> All right, Bowie,
2: before we go, mate, who's impressing you? Seriously, we better ask a serious question. Who's impressing you at pre-season training so far?
7: Um, probably one that um, people wouldn't expect. Uh, Phil Sarmi, he, um he's probably dropped like five kilos over the off-season and he's come back the fittest he's ever been at the start of pre-season. So... He's been going really well, so I'm keen to see how um, he goes this year after having a really good pre
2: Now, the season kicks off I, March 10. Is that a week earlier than it normally is, Jared? is that Or is that about the, the right time? No,
3: it's always that first weekend of I think COVID's throwing me out. I yeah, think that's... no, the first game is always usually that first <coughs> weekend of March, and the trial's usually in that... Was early it, Feb, yeah, early Feb. So. Do you know
2: where they are yet, boys? Do you know who you're coming up against in the trial? Oh, you wouldn't know. You haven't even been a. No,
3: nah, both of ours are on the Gold Coast against Warriors and the Broncos, oh, that's and good. they're televised now too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, that's and they're good. both on the Gold Coast.
2: Geez, so. it's early to play footy on the Gold Coast, though, isn't it? Oh, it's hot. Do you have to prepare? Yeah, it be Bo, Do you have to prepare differently for that, like?
7: Um, well, especially being like that, that'll be your first couple games. Like, I'm not sure whether Justin will have us playing both trials or just one. Like, that's your first game in what, six, seven months. So, yeah, you got to prepare a bit different. Like, cause, yeah, especially it's hotter, a lot more hydration and stuff like that. It's a lot more, you lose a lot more fluid in sweat and your muscles probably aren't used to that, that footy kind of, um, yeah, the, the gameplay really.
3: No matter what it is, it hurts. The first yeah. few games always hurt, so the yeah, trial's right. always good. Yeah, to you can do, blow a few you can do all the running you want in the
7: pre-season
3: and then you're still,
7: you're still cooked around, uh, in the first trial 10 minutes in.
2: I yeah. don't know how you boys do it. Just sitting there having a beer and watching uh, is tough work. Imagine being out there on the field. Hey, before we let you go, how are you spending Christmas? You going back to Dolby? Yep, yeah, go back to
7: Dolby. go back to Mum and Dad's house and um, Monique's from Dolby as well, so go see her parents as well.
2: All right, well, remind Monique, Miss O'Leary, um, that Aria needs an A, and then we're pretty happy with her year. Let her know, Boza, too. jace has got
3: very full pockets. So no, if she needs, If she needs any <laughs> contributing or any more
2: persuasiveness... I'll be able to get her a free Benny kebab from Carrara Markets. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'll grab it. I'll grab it today, and Ari can take it to school Monday for her.
3: All right? Yeah, because it'll last that long around you. <laughs> still <a> good Monday.
2: <laughs> Does she like it with barbecue sauce or that Greek white sauce, mate? You just let me know.
3: Uh, barbecue, because hopefully she
7: doesn't eat it all. She can bring something,
2: All right, mate. That'll be yours Monday night for dinner. Bo, firmer <laughs> or for more? Is it for more or firmer? Firmer. Firmer. Bo Firma from the Gold Coast Titans, mate. Outstanding year this year, all jokes aside. Let's hope that continues next year for you at the uh, at the Titans. And thanks for joining us on Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast.
7: No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks, See you. Cheers.
2: Good luck.
0: You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold
2: Coast on SEN. Uh, we're back on Jared. Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews coming to you live from Carrara Markets, right in the middle of the Gold Coast here. Mm. On 1620 SEN, how good are those Dutch
3: pancakes? Oh. You need Benny. to put your microphone oh, sorry. Yeah, You're on oh, the mouthful. radio. Oh, that's right, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I've got more important things to do. These Dutch pancakes that Benny's kebabs just brought over. Unbelievable. Uh, actually, unbelievable.
2: Benny's been at Carrara Markets for a
3: long time, so we'll have a chat to him after yeah. 9.30. Int- and- I reckon he's probably seen some interesting characters around here for sure. Let's see if I
2: can get a, a kebab for
3: both of them. I'll get
2: Ari to take that to school on Monday, and he can have that Monday night. I'm sure it'll last. Mm. Uh, we are live from Carrara Markets. Come down and say hello. Um, let's get a little bit serious now. Uh, the big news when it came out yesterday, and I, when I initially saw the story, I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was something you'd see on Patuta advocate, but then I soon realised that Tim Payne was stepping down as Australian cricket captain, which was really shocking. Jacob Policronis from News Corp joining us now. Morning, Jacob.
0: Morning. Thanks for having me.
2: Mate, what did you think yesterday when you first heard this news breaking about Tim Payne stepping down due to a sexting scandal?
0: Well, I was a little bit the same as you. I thought it was one of the most... Um, I was certainly in what was already a very busy cricket week. I didn't think it could get much uh, busier, but the thought of Tim Payne, just such a squeaky clean operator, or or, or so we thought, being involved in in such a scandal, it just didn't really seem real at the time. And then it all unfolded very quickly from there, and all of a sudden Australian cricket's without a test captain. It's it's just remarkable, really.
2: How do you you feel about it? Because... I, I admire Tim Payne and what he's done for Australian cricket. I mean, I've been a fan of his for a long, long time. I've, I've followed Tassie Cricket. My wife's from Tassie and I've, I've, lived, in, I've lived in Hobart and, and Lonnie and I've followed Tassie Cricket a lot. I, and the role that he has played with Justin Langer in returning Australian cricket to some sort of normality and getting us out of the sandpaper gate, I, I just feel, I'm devastated. I feel really let down. As a cricket fan, Jacob and Jared, h- how are you guys feeling?
0: Well, I'm a little bit the same in that it's, it, it is tough because one incident doesn't discredit the work he has done as a leader on the on the field and off the field as well, in a way, because like you said, Australian cricket was down in the dumps and it was, had reached its lowest point after that Cape Town ball tampering scandal and it needed good leaders, it needed strong leaders to bring in that new era and... Pain, as it seems, did did such a good job of that, and the the work, you know, Australian cricket does, whether or not it has it has a better reputation or not. Now it's sort of a up for debate, but he certainly did do uh, a good job. But I think the fact that this was going on in the background, and that he he was aware of it, Cricket Australia was aware of it, and yet he held onto the position for you know more than three years now. With that sort of lurking in the background, is, I just find it absolutely remarkable. Um, it would have been remarkable in any circumstances, but the fact that that was allowed to happen so soon after the Cape Town ball tampering scandal, which just blew up massively, to think that it wouldn't at any point in time sort of come back around to not only haunt Jim Payne, but also Horn Cricket Australia and, and their whole track record of kind of dealing with scandals as such—it's, it's, uh, it's—I just find it mind-boggling.
3: Well, that was my next question, Jacob. Like why, you know, after so many years—if this happened in 2017—why is he stepping down now? Like, why is the story just coming out now?
2: And why was he cleared of any wrongdoing? Yeah.
3: Mm,
0: well, I think that's one of the points that Tim Payne and it, it should be should be said that he does have plenty of support out there one can sort of look at twitter and see that there are plenty of people who, who are flying to his defense but i think one of the more uh, indefensible uh, elements to it and one thing that's kind of i think he'd be, find it hard to make an excuse for it, is the fact that he's stepping down this week purely because it was coming to light um the herald son who first reported the story became aware of the exchange a few weeks ago when Cricket Australia was made aware that they were aware last week and so there was um, time to sort of mount a response, I suppose, but only when it was, it was becoming clear that it was going to be reported as it was on Friday did Tim Payne step down. And so I think it's, it's hard for him to sort of make an argument that his actions, you know, he's stepping down because his actions weren't becoming of an Australian test captain um, and, and saying that now when, you know, the fact is you know he, he was happily sort of taking the role even though he had committed those actions years ago um, you know if his actions weren't becoming I'm an Australian test captain now they probably weren't then either and so yeah the, the fact that you know you kind of have to take with a pinch of salt don't you like the fact that he's, you've got to wonder if he's sorry that he was caught or, or whether or not he was truly sorry for it um, so it's just it's one big mess now, isn't it
2: Oh, absolutely. And he has let down Cricket Australia severely. Here we are so close. We are, what, 18 days away from the first Ashes test at the Gabba and we have no skipper. I'm assuming that will be um, Cummins? He'll be the skipper? I think,
0: yeah, I think you're right. I think that's the, the safe pick. And when you're in this sort of circumstance, I think Cricket Australia is most likely going to sort of default to the safe route. So, you know, Steve Smith is probably the other option because, of course, he's served his time after his suspension and can actually return to a leadership role within the uh, Cricket Australia setup. but that's taking another big risk, isn't it? It's kind of, yeah. um, you know, at a time when you probably, you know, the organisation probably wants to sort of uh, distance itself and not welcome itself to any greater criticism to put Steve Smith into it, um, being test captain would probably do the opposite. So I think Pat Cummins, who who is the, the one remaining sort of very squeaky clean operator. Um, no one hates Pat Cummins. I don't even think the Barney Army hates Pat Cummins. So I, I think, yeah, as vice captain as well, that, that just seems like the safe route. And how it's going to work out, who knows? I mean, we haven't had a fast bowler as captain since the, the 50s, I believe. But uh, I think the hands are tied at this point. Um, Cricket Australia have to turn somewhere, and that's probably the easiest route.
2: I think the last bowler to be captain was Richie Benno. I think, correct me if well, I'm wrong, business, go, but I think go. it was. I think the last bowler was uh, to be captain of Australia was Richie Benno, on a permanent basis. So, Do you,
3: do you um, reckon he still gets selected as keeper, Jack?
0: Oh, to be honest, I don't think so. I think at this point, it just... Would bring so much uh, extra scrutiny around the team. It's not. I think performance-wise, he's still definitely the best wicket-keeper batsman that this country has, and his average of you know uh, thirty 35 or, or whatever it is now is you know it's better than most wicket-keeper batsmen that was had apart from Gilchrist. So you know, yeah. From performance perspective, he still deserves his spot. But just imagine rolling him out there in the, in the heat of an Ashes battle. That's. Can't imagine that's something that would benefit the team. So yeah. there are two wicketkeeper batsmen in the Australia A team: now Alex Carey and Josh Inglis. Um, that that would be some way to make your Test debut, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's quite tough for I, I think for paint to keep the spot now.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I think I don't know. I reckon Wadey. I don't like I don't like Carey as a keeper. Mm. I think I think Wadey might get a and he went good in the T Twenty two didn't well, he? he what about... Well, what but, but also, what about Jimmy Pearson from Queensland? I think he's an outstanding wicketkeeper and a sensational batsman. I think he should be looked at as well for a, for a home test. Who The other big story, because the, the, the squad was announced this week, Who who's going to be number five for, for the Aussies, do you think? It looks like Marcus Harris has locked down that opening position. Um, is it Usman Khawaja or the man that they've wanted to groom as potential captain of the Australian cricket team, Travis Head? Who gets the nod?
0: I have a feeling that they might be leaning towards Uzi. I, I think that with Travis Head, um, I, I think he has a, you know, a, a long and prosperous test career ahead of him, still only 27. And, you know, once he sort of, you know, perhaps, perhaps matures a little bit because he kind of has a habit of making these decent starts and then throwing his wicket away. Once he sort of irons that out, I think he'll have a great career. But I think for the time being, Kouadja has done more than enough. Certainly in the Sheffield Shield the start of this season. Um, and, you know, it's worth noting that this is a guy who's made runs against England before. Um, he He's quite experienced. He's 33 years old. And he looks quite at peace at the moment. I think he looks ready to return. And hmm. it's it's worth pointing out that he hasn't batted at number five in test cricket before. But he, this is in inquiry. I think he doesn't look really out of place anywhere inside that top five.
2: No, I so think... I think
0: um, you know, yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, the, the fact that it's it. at the Gabba as well, yeah. Um, you know, horses for courses type selection, I think Lizzie probably gets the nod.
2: Well, he's what, made 300 so far this year, but that's 71 he made at the Gabba yep. when Queensland rolled for about 130 on a green top, Jacob. Like, honestly, you couldn't mm. tell the difference between the square and the pitch. I reckon that's probably the knock that's cemented this for 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 him as well. Let's hope so. Um, Just Mm. before we let you go, geez, England have been quiet. They've been in quarantine, and and they're just around the corner from us uh, at one of the resorts here on the Gold Coast. Um, I just want to run an idea past you, Jared Wallace. We did some brainstorming uh, (coughs) during the week, and Jared Wallace, as you probably know, plays for the Titans. His idea (laughs) to for the Aussies now to beat the Poms at the Ashes is to uh, catch up with Benny Stokes and give him a heap of drink cards to some of the Gold Coast nightclubs, do you think that's probably a good plan, Jacob
0: <laughs> uh, I mean when it comes to the ashes, you've got to do anything to get ahead, right so I, exactly. I, like, I like your thinking. I think that could work.
2: yeah, I think that might bring Stokesy under if we, can, if we can rattle Stokesy or put him on a plane home, the ashes are ours. <laughs> they might yet? be
0: ours anyway.
3: I, I, I dropped know. him off to him last night. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, but
2: you, how many do you keep? you meant to give more to him. <laughs> oh, I thought
3: you just said give him
2: one. <laughs> no, <wine>. no. <laughs> good. Jacob uh, from News Corp. Uh, excellent cricket writer. Covers other sports as well. We appreciate your time this morning. And hey, when do you expect we'll find out who the next skipper of the Australian test team will be?
0: Oh, I, I reckon they'll move fairly quickly. I, I wouldn't be surprised to sort of hear sometime next week. But... Don't hold me to that, but yeah, I, I can't imagine that the Cricket Australia want to let it linger on all the way up until the, you know, the days before the first test.
2: All righty, all right, mate. Appreciate your time this morning. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Yeah, thanks, boys. Cheers. Cheers. See you, Jacob. Pop. Here we are, an hour and a half into the show. We haven't really talked much rugby league this morning, uh, Jared, because of the whole Tim Payne thing that yeah, it's taken over. Break yesterday, and we've talked horse racing with Chris Nelson. We've done a lot this morning. Um, your teammate, Bo yep, he, uh, he spoke to us as well. Team training without you at the moment, the Titans. Yep. Uh, we will speak to Benny uh, from his kebab joint. Neural Cerny supplied us with beautiful Dutch pancakes. Right. Our plan of getting Beck Sattler, Scott Sattler's lovely wife from SEN, to, when we do these outside broadcasts <laughs> leading up to Christmas, to have us around food is food, working yeah. well. Oh, there he is. There's Uncle Benny. All right, Uncle Benny, come and no, Uncle Benny's jumped, come straight in now. Come over now, no bad language, Uncle Benny. We're live. <laughs> All right, beauty, Uncle Benny's busy. Hang on, we'll hold off on our rugby league chat. Yeah, let's talk Dutch pancakes. How are you, Uncle Benny? Pretty Okay, we need his microphone turned on, please. There we go. Mate, thank you for breakfast. You are so welcome. Now, what do you do at Uncle Benny's here, apart from kebabs and Dutch uh, I'm pancakes? A, I'm
6: a delivery boy. Oh, are you? <laughs> yes. No, we're a family concern that run the shop. My son owns the shops and that. Nice. Mum, mum and Dad sort of help him out, you know. Yeah, the, yeah nice. Yeah. How long have they been here for? Yeah. We've been here 16, 17 years now. Nice. Yes. Nice. Years. Very, very. A long time. Yeah. We've had a lot come through here and go, come and go and... Do things, you know. We've got a lot of tra- good traders here. The yeah. Veggie Isle is absolutely fantastic. Well, this you know. is where we
2: are right now. Yeah,
6: yeah, no, Butch is very good. Uh, they're, they're also family, you know, they're really, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're all orientated with, we like a bunch of bloody. What do you call them? <laughs> what yeah. did you call them? I, I don't, there's one word I'm market thinking pe- of. Market people. Oh, right. Okay. Market like, people. lot like <laughs> carnies, but for yeah, markets. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> that. You've come to the right place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was.
2: Now, where, whereabouts can we find you when we come to oh, for, we're for just, our markets?
6: Just down here, b- beside the hub on the
2: other side yes, of the I hub. Yes, I know that, but explain it to our listeners who may oh, be in the car. So you pull up, park?
6: Pull up, park. <laughs> but we've got about five or six entrances here. I know. I know. That is the only
2: problem you have, you know. Well, to find our spot today, we're told to turn left at the Red Awning.
3: (laughs) No, come in at the White Hut. The White Hut. First right. First right. Walk to the Red Hut and then go left and we're behind the big... Blue, Blue Well, you're doing
2: wonderful. We yeah. found, it took you us an you hour. We found yeah. the job. The yeah. two of us, yeah. D tweedle and Tweedledum, no, well. <laughs> walking around in circles, but we finally found it. And we found um, your shop pretty quickly. We <laughs> yeah, We found the food very quickly. Hey, you know what I love about it? How it, it always changes. I haven't been here. We're saying we're locals. And yeah. I very rarely leave Hope Island. The, really? The, the safety yeah. of that island. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Um, Is that the one with the
6: lock-up gates and that? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm security real posh, at the gate where, the I, go, where I go not... to in my Corvette and have a yeah. run around. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> I'm, I'm not in that one. He knows one. you too well. <laughs> okay. I
2: look through the fence and look at those rich folks. <laughs> okay. I'm in one of the poor spots.
6: Uh, <laughs> Shit, I only live in but, well, Ben Lexon Place. Oh, do you? I want the names changed from Lexon Ben Ben
2: but why? So they're
6: my name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a court. <laughs> but how? Much, this has
2: changed so much. Oh, like, it well, has. We haven't been here for about ten years.
6: Yeah, yeah. You would see the change.
2: It's massive, and I'm yeah. just looking at all the homewares and all the food outlets no, and the fresh produce. My wife would go nuts here. We've yeah? got
6: huge putt putt on the other side. Yep. You know, you name it, we've got still got it, the ponies. We have still got the ponies on the other. side. And you side. can have a
2: bet on those as well. When the kids are, <laughs> is that right? You just chuck
6: some kids yeah, on it. You can go, if you want to. I'll yeah. take the red one. I'll take that one, and you take that. You know, <laughs> that and then one. You're, you're sure to win it.
2: You know. <laughs> but hey. no, mate, it's absolutely outstanding. Those uh, Dutch pancakes were beauty. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate your time, Benny's right? Uncle Benny's kebab. Thank you, guys. Are you, yes. Who's Uncle? Who is Uncle That's Benny? That's me. That's you. 76. Seventy. Wow. There you go, Uncle Benny's He's finished. He's just handed back the microphone.
3: He's got to go, mate. He's got. Better time on his Thank hands than hanging with us. Yeah. All right, Benny. We'll go
2: and make a quid, mate. All right, go and make a quid, mate. You do that. You make an honest living because we don't.
3: All right, Benny. <laughs> do you make a quid from this? Oh. I'm just here. Oh, so You're just here for the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is sad.
2: Oh, God. This is. We will. Okay. All right. Thanks, Benny. Thanks, Benny. No worries. Don't. Mate, we'll be there. <laughs> don't tell about. me. Does Benny know we're on the radio? <laughs> I don't know. He's just having a conversation with us on the side. <laughs> he walks up. In. <laughs> he goes, well, I have got long. Put I me don't have our. long. Give me Mate. on now. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll stop for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, we'll get back to what we were going to talk about real soon, and that is a rugby <laughs> league. Yes. We'll get to that real soon. This is Saturday on the Gold Coast. On, 11, uh, on 1620 SCN. There's that many SCNs. I'll get all the frequencies mixed up. Oh, you can get it on the SCN app too. Make sure you download that. Come down and show us that you've got the SCN app and uh, you'll go in the draw for a couple of State of Origin tickets for Game 3 at yeah. Suncorp. Oh, my God. There's more, there's more food. food coming. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's what I've been looking for all day. It's, what is that? <laughs> what is that? This thing's called watermelon. Oh, I've never seen it before. Right. Is that a fruit? <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. It's a okay. Fruit, yeah. All
2: right, we'll get to that real soon. This is Saturdays on the Gold Case on sixteen twenty. SEN break time. We just had some delicious watermelon, oh. as well from uh, Carrara Markets. Here we're broadcasting live till ten o'clock. It is Saturdays on the Gold Case with uh, Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews. At the fantastic Corral markets. i tell you what, it is great down
3: here. They know, the, they know the way to our heart, that's for sure.
2: They do. But even the produce... You look across that aisle and you see that produce over there, all the
3: fruit and veg yep. and,
2: and the prices are outstanding.
3: That was actually one of the best watermelons I think I've ever had. I
2: know. And did you say that Tim Smith's parents?
3: Yeah, Timmy Smith's parents just walked past.
2: Oh, not from the fruit market? No, no, no. Ah. They just
3: walked past and said hello. No. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. Um, my old man used to coach him when he was probably... 12 or 13, I think. Timmy Smith. Yeah, and oh, I awesome. would have been, I would have only been eight or nine, I think. Like you he's you only go. a couple of years old, yeah. Wow. Well,
2: so. There you go. Um, all right. Let's talk about rugby league.
3: It's been a massive week.
2: Um, the West Tigers. We'll talk about the Bulldogs shortly, <laughs> but the West Tigers, they're <laughs> yeah. slowly putting together a pretty yeah. good list, albeit it might not be for this year. Yep. Could be for next year. Isaiah Papali, yeah. uh is Tyrone Peachy. Tyrone Peachy. So Papalie will join in twenty twenty three. There is really good mail. Really good mail that Josh Hodgson will join the West Tigers as yeah, well. That's right. As that, early as next season.
3: Yeah, Dane Laurie last year was an absolute uh, he had a outstanding season from coming from Penrith.
2: And look, one of the reasons one of the reasons Isaiah Papalie has been a standout second rower for Parramatta this year, is joining the West Tigers, is because of Madge. And Madge has copped some flack this year. And I reckon that documentary was the worst thing the West Tigers could have done. Uh, From a marketing point of view, I don't know, probably worth it. got their advertisers on there and and all that sort of stuff and had a show about them on Fox. But just because they keep struggling year in, year out, and I, I just don't think they've had the right cattle. And I think that's a way that Madge is in the dressing rooms and stuff yeah. like that. I think that's come back to bite him on the bum. Yep. But this Pabali signing is all Madge. I mean, he played with Madge it's a, when it's, he was coaching New Zealand.
3: Yeah, but it surprised me because he's only just come in and he just got to Para. Yeah. It actually surprised me that he's done that. I oh. wonder if it's
2: because he's been coming off the bench a lot when he should Maybe, be start- I Maybe mean, He was damaging. Yeah, he so was that,
3: real good because he was only coming off the bench at the Warriors too. Remember?
2: That's right. So he's an outstanding signing there. West Tigers, in a couple of years, if they can keep these boys there, and you're talking about Luke Brooks is not going anywhere. He's not going to Newcastle, which is good to see some loyalty,
3: isn't isn't there. Well, he's, like you know him and Robbie Farrow When you think uh, West Tigers like Luke Brooks, Robbie yep. Farah, Benji, Benji, you know, it, it is. It's good to see that. And they, but they backed him straight away, didn't they? Said no, nah, he's not going anywhere. And I also, he's our, he's our man. He's our number seven. Yeah.
2: So stop talking about it. It's yep. not happening. He's staying here. And normally they give in and let them go. But this yep. is they see a future yeah uh, with Luke Brooks at the club. And you need mate, look at the Broncos with the best off-season signing in yep. Adam Reynolds. Yep. He may be getting on a bit, but there's a guy who's a leader, and yeah. you build a club
3: around him. Well, I feel a bit sorry for him because, like, they, he had, he copped so much scrutiny this year. Where um, last, like the last few years, like he was, I think he was like third on the Delium this he, last year,
2: and he won their Player of the Year of the, award and this it's, year. And
3: been like three or four times. Yeah, yep. he won it this year again. Yep,
2: right.
3: I suppose that when you're the number one man in the team and they're struggling, there's always that one person. You what is be that picked like, on. Jared? I don't know. I'll have to ask David <laughs> Tino.
2: <laughs> Speaking of Tino, the, the the drums are beating that he mm. could be going to the Dolphins. Yep. He, I'm hearing he wants to play under Wayne. Yep. But Wayne's – I don't get this because Wayne's not going to be there forever. And I don't expect you to comment because he is a, a teammate of yours. But um, that's just what I'm hearing. Yep. And, and uh, uh, if you want to play for Wayne, then uh, that's fine. But I'm uh, Wayne will probably only be coaching two or three years. What's, I was going
3: to say, what did he sign a three-year deal, didn't he? Mm. Uh, he, he loved him in Origin. I don't. Know, I do know yeah. that he did. He did love him in Origin. Um, it's
2: closer to home, even yeah, though and we're only we're and talking. Gimpy. It's only forty-five minutes, but it, it, it's it's closer. Although, mind you, Redcliffe on the northern side, yeah. so it is a little bit closer. So, we're hearing that, still no signing though for the Dolphins, and I, and I am really
3: surprised by this. I thought there would have been at least one marquee. At least they're obviously you know really making sure they you know look through the list. Get that right signing, and you were saying before, if there was anyone that you think they should sign, would be Jerome Hughes.
2: Yeah, but unfortunately, he because he's told Melbourne Storm he's not gonna, yep. not gonna be there in 2024. So, if you're Wayne Bennett,
3: yep. do you take the risk? Try and get him out early,
2: or, or wait, or yeah. wait. So you just sign a halfback for a one-year deal. Yep. Um. And then and then bring Jerome Hughes. I don't in think that's in Wayne's nature, though. No, it's not. It's
3: not in Wayne's nature. He'll find someone. He'll find his man. And this is what Wayne's like. He'll get it. Because I don't think you can build a team around Brandon Smith. I'll I th- tell you, he could. Reed Marnie. And this is, we're
2: yeah. going to go to Parramatta still because they've lost Papali'i. Yeah. But they've got to they've got to re-sign the skipper, guffo. Yeah. Reed Marnie. And there's another player coming off, another big name coming off contract there as well.
3: Well, they just re-signed Regan Campbell-Gillard. Okay, yeah. He almost left.
2: Yeah. So, you, you you could build a team. You could build a team around Reid Marnie, without a doubt. Queenslander. And he's a,
3: yeah, and he's a good guy. And he's from Queensland.
2: And and he would set good standards, right? <clears throat> yeah. So, there's a guy. Brandon Smith, outstanding player. Yep. But, I'm sorry, he's too
3: loose. Yeah, you can't build a team around him, can you? No. He would definitely benefit the team.
2: Oh, absolutely. I don't know if you could build a team him. He's not a leader. Him. no. He's not the first signing you go, hey, we've got Brandon Smith and yeah. everyone's going to flock to the club. You know what I mean? It's got to be someone you go, wow, that's a – like, you know, I mean, the best example is a Cam Smith. You have a yeah. Cam Smith. Daily like, Cherry um, Evans. Daily Cherry Evans. Adam Reynolds. A yeah, but Capewell, actually, yeah, Lake, Hoop, Lake Luke Well, I should say. Not Lake. <laughs> Lake, <World>. Lake Elwood. <laughs> we're, we're going skiing there later. <clears> but you know what I mean? So they're, they're really good yeah. examples of people that you build a, a rugby a team league around. Team, yep. team around. So it's very interesting. I'm just surprised they have not signed anyone. If you were Wayne Bennett, and all jokes aside, you could sign anyone. Forget when the contracts are expiring, right? Just forget about all that because yep. it'll take us ages to work that out. Who would you sign? Would you sign a gun halfback, yep. a gun 5'8", or a prop? What would you sign as a person... It would ideally be your skipper and yep. you'd build
3: the team around. Yeah, well, I think that would be, you know, like either one, seven, six, or like you said, nine. Spine. Spine. You have to – because you obviously build the team around your spine um, and then you try and find a good experience uh, front row, back row, uh, and, and kind of go from there. But I definitely think you, you need to find your good seven, you know, seven, one, and six for sure.
2: Well, that's – I mean, obviously, I work with Scott Sattler, and he, yep. was, he was the football manager of the Titans when they yep. started. He said exactly what they did.
3: Yeah. You know, they went and found um, Scotty Prince. Yeah. or well, because then you build the team, because they are, they are the ones that yeah, you want to come and play with. They went and found Preston Campbell. Yep. One of the big signings they got, Yeah. Bull Bailey. I was, just Bailey. About, I was just about to say, Bull Bailey, and he's a guy that everyone wanted oh, to play with. Absolutely. I wanted to play with him. Yeah,
2: yeah, mate. He was outstanding, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. You know, and then they found those fringe players. It's a little bit like yeah. that... Um, uh, what's that movie um, with Brad Pitt you know they Ocean's Eleven no, Ocean's Twelve
3: huh? Mr. and Mrs. Smith no oh. no I'll, I'll think of it soon <laughs> but,
2: but, Mr. and Mrs. Smith <laughs> I only just heard that yeah yeah so you go out and get yourself Angelina Jolie <laughs>
3: yeah and you build a team <laughs> you around could definitely there. build a team around her. this,
2: this conversation is getting way too serious so still a lot going on yeah um, and again I, we sit here and we go I can't believe the Dolphins have not but I wonder the if yet. it's
3: going to be like you know, they announced the first one and it's just going to go bang, 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 bang. But you got to remember, too, we haven't heard anything, but they'd be working behind the scenes. They'd be talking to managers and players. You know, Wayne would have been working on their, you know, behind the scenes stuff like he always does weeks and weeks ago.
2: Yeah, but it's... It's, yeah, it's just surprising it it hasn't been done yet. It's not the flurry that everyone anticipated. I
3: I think because, I think it's almost like everyone's waiting, though. All the clubs are, yeah, you've got a couple here and there, you know. uh, Papali's just signed at West Tigers, and then the next minute I reckon they'll sign one, and then it'll just be like a domino effect, and everyone will just scramble.
2: Before we go to a break, does it need to be a
3: Queenslander? Yeah, I think so. Okay. A Queenslander and then the spine, and if, like you said, if it could be a The potential long-term captain. So it's Reed Marnie. He is only young too. You could do a lot worse than signing Reed Marnie. Caelan Ponga. I've heard he wants to come home.
2: Yeah. I don't think Newcastle let him go.
3: No, I don't think so either. If Joey has anything to do with it, they won't let him go. Absolutely. Is Mm.
2: Joey playing in the halves next year? I think so. (laughs) You got no (laughs) halfback.
3: No, there's been. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's the other thing. They're bringing him back. Pierce goes to La Catalan, Yeah, overseas to go and hang out with James Maloney, who's not playing there anymore. No. But you know he's still around. He's playing second division footy. Yeah. But here's Newcastle going into the season without a real, well, without
3: a experienced number seven. I'm trying to think who who um, was even their backup. I don't know. Oh, um, is it the Cowboys last yeah, year? Yeah, they came at the cut. Car- yeah, um, yes, yes. Someone will tell us. I think these donuts have gone to her head. I know.
2: I'm, I'm actually I'm, on, I'm I'm burnt out from sugar. Now. That's <laughs> that good. and the heat. <laughs>
3: Beck <laughs> Sattler's put us in the the heart of the stormy yeah. under directly under the sun. So do your best.
2: She's a hard taskmaster, that <laughs> Beck Sattler. I mean, she goes off shopping while we just <laughs> I've lost eight kilos. That's the good news.
3: And she's she's walking out eight kilos heavier with the purses. With the
2: purses, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Saturdays on the coast on 1620 SEN. Uh, you got Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews here. Uh, Break time. When we come back, we'll wrap the show up. We'll be back shortly.
6: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.